girls, one ghost. Dear girls, one ghost. <laughs> We're very and excited this week. We are. And we are your ghostesses. That's Corinne. Hey. And I'm Sabrina. And we're sitting in the same room. We are. Eye to eye. Eye to eye. each other. Hello. A little too long. Steady eye contact. Not blinking. A little unnerving, but whatever. <laughs> I still love you. Corinne just broke it. That means she no. doesn't love me. <laughs> we okay, lost we're it. We're <laughs> super giddy because we're sitting in Orlando right now. Mm-hmm. And... You guys probably know because we've mentioned it a few times, like since the summer throughout our episodes that we yeah. were attending Halloween Horror Nights. In Orlando. In Orlando. At Universal Studios. During opening weekend. We've been talking about it nonstop because it is the coolest thing we've ever done. Oh, also, this is an Encounters episode. We will get to your stories in a moment. <laughs> please hold. Please hold. Um, Corinne and I started this podcast two years ago. And when we first started, we were like, Oh, like, we don't know what podcasts are like. Let's reach out to Universal Studios and see if they want to sponsor our podcast. And then... To Halloween Horn. Like, we started specifically, our podcast yeah. August 14th of 2017. Yeah. Three weeks later, in September, during, like, opening week of Halloween Horror Nights, we reached out and Sabrina drafted this nice email being like, Hi, we're a new podcast. We would love to have a sponsor <laughs> partnership with you. Yeah, I need to pull it up, but I'm pretty sure I said something like, We have about 500 listeners and growing. <laughs> and now in retrospect, listening ba- or looking back to the thinking back to that because I can't find the email. What were we thinking? Uh, we were... We were eager beavers. We were. We, we were dreaming all, big. We, Okay, because here's the thing. It's like everything has built up to this moment this in our podcast. Moment. We started our podcast and a few weeks later we were like, this is the goal is to yeah. have a partnership with Halloween Horror Nights. And then fast forward to Two a years f- later. few months ago and we get an email in our inbox from Alexandra at Universal. Sabrina texted me and said, did you see the email in the inbox? And I pulled it up and I just started screaming and pulling my hair out. <laughs> and here we are. It's it's unbelievable. It's a dream come true. It's so much fun. We keep looking at each other saying, how are we here? How did we get how so lucky? But anyway, Halloween Horror Nights is so much fun. Universal Orlando has the, oh my God, the spooks that they have are incredible we actually at the end of this episode you'll get to hear an interview with charles gray who is the entertainment show director for universal orlando's halloween horror nights yeah aka he's the guy that does, yeah he puts this entire thing together like he's the he, creative brain behind it all right this is his brain yeah and many others a whole right team they work with so many people in set design and costumes yep. and makeup and cast and they call them characters, which is so fun. All oh, the wait, people jumping Charles? out. Oh, we have it in the interview. I don't want to run right. it, but the, the boo holes. You oh guys my will God, hear what a boo, boo hole, hole is. <laughs> Ooh, stay tuned. But yeah, we had we got the chance to sit down and interview him, and it was really, really cool. They put together some amazing haunted houses and scare zones and different shows. Um, yeah, there are 10 haunted yeah. houses. Insane. We actually hit all of them and we're going tonight. As yeah, well. we're going to go again because it was so much fun. And there's a few scare zones that we didn't go to. Oh, and then they have two shows. One of them we didn't get to go to last night because we ran out right. of time. But the other one we did, we went to Academy of Villains. Holy crap. We have videos good. and we will post them on our social media because the talent. It's insane. I, I almost don't want to ruin it, but no, I do because it was so good. We we were there and we were sitting in the middle and all of a sudden this guy who's double jointed comes out of the where he's like up on the stage dancing and he comes off and he's like got his arms like 
twisted over his back and then he like puts his legs through the back of his arms and like it was the he's a contortionist yeah. but it's disturbing <laughs> in the best that way was the scariest part for me but was life. what was so funny is and i think you can hear it in the video we have to listen back but corinne and i at the same time both go whoa and then said something about yoga i think i said like whoa imagine him in yoga and then i said to think that i've done 10 years of yoga and at the same time we, we both, both said yoga, yoga. <laughs> so that's what we were thinking of. but it's yeah. so cool and it was just like every single time we went through a scare zone or every single time we went through a house we came out and we were like that was amazing amazing that was our favorite thing and then we we attempted a live stream but I realized we probably were just so high on the environment. I was a little That I think I was annoying because we were, I think we were both annoying because we were just like, oh my God, look at this. Oh my God, look at that. Oh my God, we're having so much fun. We were just so high energy. Also, the music was really loud. And so I felt like I was yelling, but then I was like, I don't even know if they can hear us, but apparently you guys could. But we, um, we decided not to post that to our story because we're like, "Mm, we have second thoughts. (sighs) Second thoughts. Second thoughts. But I don't have second thoughts about Horror Nights. It's funny because when we were going through and trying to rank which ones were our favorite, we ended up ranking every single one. Like, this was our favorite for this. Or this was our favorite for this This was, like, the most fun. This one was the scariest. This one was just, like, the coolest. Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's say them. We'll start with scariest. Scariest. Okay. The scariest was the Nightingale's Blood Pit. It was also the stinkiest. It smelled (laughs) like decomposed bloody humans oh god and then well we, i don't want to i don't want to spoil it but no yeah don't spoil it but it's so won't. fun it's scary and it's like the whole background is basically an, an ancient roman arena grizzly creatures are drawn to the dead and dying gladiators yeah. with nothing to protect you that, your history that one scared me and as sabrina knows because she was behind me <laughs> i don't have any reaction when people jump yeah out. i just smile and slowly turn and i'm like good job like corinne might be an alien and it's, i'm gonna I be mad if she didn't tell me disturbing at my how much i don't even blink but that was the one where i actually started self-soothing talking to myself out loud during one part <laughs> because i was so scared <laughs> it was so much fun and then our favorite was us yes so they had an entire house dedicated to the movie us which is jordan peele's movie Mm -hmm. if you have not seen it you need to but it was so spot on you basically are walking through every single scene of the movie not every scene but like the major scenes and then the characters are awesome and like they have that little kid like crawling with the mask on coming at you and the twins what was our other category? Most fun. Most fun. Did we say Ghostbusters? Not yet, but now we are. I couldn't remember because I was like, or did we say Stranger Things? Which is exactly what happened. It's oh. like you go back and forth all the time about oh, I which thought one you were you saying, did we say it on this yet? And I was like, no. No, no, no. I was just trying to remember how we ranked them because oh. I already am reordering everything in my right. own mind because it's so good. Oh, and I they think- have a Yeti. Okay. Woo! Just- <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the Yeti one on the uh, interview too. We do. So stay tuned. They're all, I mean, they're all amazing. But Ghostbusters awesome. was just fun to go through because... It's such an iconic movie that we all grew up with and like they just did a good job of combining the fun of that movie, mm-hmm. like the comedy of it and the fun, like scary ghosts and creatures right, right. and everything that they right. have. You experience so many different emotions in it. And another cool thing was, I forget the name of the actual creature, but there was a creature that was such a hit in the park, like maybe 10 years ago in like 
2006 or something Mm -hmm. and they brought that creature back and put the creature like all over this one house and it was it's the little one that's like all hunched over with the red hood the nightingales oh the nightingales okay yeah which is the scariest yeah it was so fun oh my gosh (laughs) oh and then they also have all these cool scare zones that like throughout the park you can walk through and they have different themes so like they had the vanity ball which is just which was really i mean so creative basically the idea that these like plastic surgeons are taking the insides Mm -hmm. of people's skin and turning them into fashion like there was a woman wearing like her muscles out on a dress oh my god there was yeah there's literally if you're into ghouls if you're into goblins if you like monsters if you just like anything a little bit macabre no matter what you like there is something and uh it's open from september 6th which is yesterday (laughs) until november 2nd so if you guys want to go you guys absolutely should it's 100 honestly the best way to celebrate the spooky season we've already no joke put in our calendar next year marked opening weekend yeah we're like oh well this is just our plan indefinitely forever yeah and you know what's crazy is they they start planning for next year 14 months in advance yeah so they already started planning next year's wild so So much goes into this uh i'm gonna be dreaming of this for the rest of my life i know oh my god the whole year i keep like bragging and sending people pictures and stuff i know like hey what are you doing and i'm just like look at what i'm doing aren't you jealous (laughs) and we also we were so basic we started our day with the with a coffee with the pumpkin syrup from starbucks of course we did and then we went to horror nights and it was wonderful yes and we kicked it off people that were outside of the scare zone still got scared because sabrina took it upon herself (laughs) to scare them herself okay to be fair this girl was like taking a picture in front of the zombie car and i was just like oh my god look out and she full-on screamed and i was like bloody murder you kind of have to like you're there to be scared (laughs) yeah that's the whole point of it. I was so confused. I was like, what just happened? And you were like, I scared her. And I was like, she wasn't an actor because the actual <laughs> shriek that came out of that girl, I thought was like full on. It was like the what the actors do in the houses. Oh, so fun. But you know what else is scary? All of the stories of fellow Floridians, because now we are Floridians because yeah. we're here now. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. So we picked out a few stories. Yeah. So we're going to... We're going to highlight some of the uh, haunts in Florida from our phantoms. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to include our interview with Charles. Yeah. Stay tuned. Before we go too far into the stories, we do need to say a very big thank you to all of our Patreon uh, patrons. (laughs) We love you guys. You're amazing. Yes. So... We want to give a shout out to all of our overactive sagers this episode. So thank you to Jess, Aaron, Wizze, Mark, James, Melissa, Bobby to Baby, It's a Boy, Zyra, Jeremy, Anne, Claire, Darren, Corbin's mom, Hey Hey, Heather, Samantha, Jerry, Sally, Annie, and Aaron, Tara, Jalisa, Dana, Heather, Lindsay, and Danielle. And thank you to our ill-gotten booty poppers, Jenna, Hannah, Adriana, Chrissy, Latinx Supernatural Podcast, Haunted Friends of the Podcast, Anthony, Ignacio, Aaron, Laura, Bill, Amanda, Brianna, Sarah, Kim, Rhiannon, Caitlin, Bridget, Mary, Jessica, Marina, Liz, Krista, Nani, and Shelby. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Okay. It's a story from Emily. It's called Haunted Musical Carousel. Hi, ladies. First of all, I just wanted to say how obsessed I am with your podcast. I was pretty hooked on one podcast and kept having to listen to old episodes over and over, convinced that nothing else would fill the void, and y'all's finally did. I have a creepy story about a haunted object. 
I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, and my mom used to live in a small, very cute and cozy home in a more historic part of the town, so the house was pretty old. She went to an antique sale in Orlando one weekend and came home with a music box carousel type thing. It was basically a small tin carousel that you would have to wind up and the horses would spin and it would play music. My mom noticed on the bottom of the carousel was a piece of masking tape that had the name Kitty written on it, most likely the name of the previous owner. Soon after, my younger brother and I started to experience strange occurrences in the house. One night, he was in his room, fully awake, on his computer, and heard a huge crashing sound in the living room. He later described it to me that it sounded like someone had knocked over a gigantic pile of heavy books. He went out to investigate and there was no one awake in the house and nothing had fallen. Another night, I was staying over and my mom and brother weren't home. So I just laid down to go to sleep and heard what sounded like footsteps coming down the hall. The house had wood floors and would creak when someone was walking on them. My first thought was that it was my brother coming home and going into his room, so I just continued to try to fall asleep. But the footsteps continued on the hall and stopped right in front of my door. I picked my head up and looked towards the door, expecting my mom or brother to open the door and walk in, but nothing happened. I was a little creeped out, but ended up falling asleep. And the next day, I asked my mom and brother if they had come home last night, but both of them said no. I had been completely alone. My mom also experienced things in her bathroom being thrown across the room, like shampoo bottles being in her shower, and the next day, she would find them across the bathroom floor. At the same time these occurrences were going on, the carousel my mom bought would randomly start spinning and playing music even without us touching it. Mm -mm. Sometimes you would walk into the room and it would just start playing. Ooh. (laughs) Sometimes you would just be sitting, not even moving, and in the living room watching TV and it would just go off. It became a joke in our family to say things like, hey, kitty, knock it off, when it would start up. And one day my mom was outside planting some flowers and doing some yard work and strikes up a conversation with a couple of neighbors. They were asking her a couple of questions about the house and if she knew anything about the previous owner, which my mom didn't. The neighbors told her an elderly woman had lived there until her death. A woman named, get this, Kitty. No. (laughs) We're not sure if the carousel stirred something up in the house because of the name on the bottom or what, but my mom moved into a new house soon after she remarried my stepdad and she still has the Kitty carousel, but none of us have heard it turn on by itself since. We do live very close to Orlando, so it's unlikely but not impossible that the kitty who lived in the house prior actually owned the same carousel. Maybe it made her feel better to have something of her own in the house again. Anyway, love your podcast, and I hope you all get a kick out of this story. I'll include a picture of the carousel in case you're interested. My mom tried to get a good picture, but she could not get the camera to focus. I guess Kitty doesn't like her picture taken, lol. So I'm sorry if it's blurry. And then in the text messages, she like found the carousel was moved. The text messages say, I went to go take a picture of it, but it's not where it was. (gasps) Actually, what's weird is it just disappeared from my cabinet. This is her mom texting her. And then she found it. The decorator stuffed it away when they were photographing. Oh, (laughs) shoot. It's like that. I hate when that happens when you think it's something and then you freak yourself out. Well, actually, maybe it's nice when you find out that actually you're Mm -hmm. in the clear. But oh, my goodness. I know. Oh, also, Emily responded to her mom saying, Kitty is not going to like that. But it was stuffed into a <laughs> shelf. I wonder if it was, if it did belong to Kitty or if maybe Kitty just had like a love for carousels. I love the idea that it did belong to Kitty and Kitty's spirit wanted it back in her home. Yeah. And so she, she had Emily's mom. Yeah. Influence the universe so that she could get her prized possession back. That's really cool. 
Which, but wouldn't wouldn't she probably follow the family then? But maybe follow she just carousel. wanted to get back to her house. Oh, so many layers. I know, but the, <laughs> even if it's a coincidence and it's a kitty on a kitty, how many it's kitties so cool. are there? I know one. How many? I know one. I know zero. I know a dog named Kitty. And wasn't the mom in that 70s show Kitty? Yes, she was. Yeah. Kitty in red. But yeah, it's so cool. So I love cool. that that ended up happening. All right. Okay. I have one. As I rip my thighs off of this plastic <laughs> chair. All right. This is called My Ghost Birthday Party. And it is from Julie. Hey, Sabrina and Corinne. My name is Julie. My cousin Nancy showed me your podcast a few months ago, and I've been obsessed. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Nancy. So much that my husband has banned me from listening to you guys because of something that happened. I'll tell you in the oh story my God. below. So let's jump in. That's so crazy. Are we at fault? Probably. Don't sue us. Most haunted podcast. You podcasts. can't prove it. <laughs> As I say, we're most haunted podcast <laughs> in America. Let me start by saying that I have been obsessed with the supernatural since I was a child. We used to live in a haunted house, no biggie, lol, in <laughs> California. And the story was that an elderly couple hung themselves in our tree in the backyard. Whoa. Oh my gosh, that's so awful. So when we moved in, the cabinet doors would always open. Our cups and plates were always out on the tables. And our tires were always flat, like they did not want us living there. My parents just shrugged it off and we lived there for a few years. And when we were moving out, they did the same thing. Attachment issues much? <laughs> they also liked to mess with us, too. Like when my parents were watching scary movies, they would wait for the scary scene and throw open the doors to our rooms. Oh. Or bang on my parents' sliding. <gasps> bang on my parents' sliding glass door next to their room. No. And then we had guests. Oh, my God, that's so scary. So scary. But also, like. Kind of funny. So funny. <laughs> like, if. Can you imagine? They're probably having the best times of their life in their afterlife. Yeah, honestly, after what I did at Universal, I would probably do that yes. as a ghost. And it's a very intelligent haunting, too, if it's like watching in time, Willing, and planning yeah. and plotting. Yeah. Okay. And when we had guests, they sometimes pushed them when they were in the shower. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. So then we moved to Florida. And we decided to build a house in the middle of nowhere, like literally nowhere. We lived in the Everglades where there was no civilization for miles because it was <laughs> where they had big lots of land for growing crops. And I remember a story when my dad was out picking crops and he sometimes hires workers to help. And one time he was out having a conversation with a man and handing him fruits from the top of our tree to put in the basket on the floor. This went on for maybe an hour or so. And then when he was done, he climbed down the ladder and the man wasn't there. He then remembered, oh, he didn't hire anyone that day. And then he realized he had been talking to a ghost the whole time. What? An hour. An hour. An hour. Whoa. We would have our car alarm start blaring around 2 a.m. on its own. And more specifically, an old car that we had, manual with no alarm, would flicker its lights on and off inside the car for a while. One time, my boyfriend at the time was home alone, and I had left. I had just left for work, and he thought that I was still there because he needed toilet paper, and he started knocking on the walls to call for me. And when he knocked, the same sequence would knock back. Oh, <laughs> that's so creepy. So creepy. He started doing a beat, and then it would respond with the same beat. <laughs> I'm so curious if it's the same ghost that followed them. I know, because it sounds like... Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. He found toilet paper, and then he went out to laugh with me, but to his dismay, no one was home. 
Needless to say, he hauled ass out of here and would not stay home alone ever again. Amazing. Wow. Okay. So I have been going off topic for so long. So sorry. I just feel like telling you all of my stories. LOL. But I'll save the rest for another email. Anyway, let's get to the main story. Yes. So it was in December and my birthday was the next week, January 5th. I come home from work pretty late and this specific night I got home around 12 p.m. I lived with my mom and brother at the time. My mom had called before and said that she and my brother had left to my aunt's house and they won't be home until late. So when I walk into the pitch dark house, I took off my shoes and around the corner, I could hear lots of whispers. I heard, shh, shh, she's here. And then movement and then quietness. My birthday was next week. So of course I thought it was a birthday, (laughs) surprise birthday party for me. (laughs) Smile on my face. I turn on the lights. I turn the corner, announce myself and no one. I open all the doors, the closets. Oh, my God. Looked in every corner. No one. Oh, Oh shit. I don't like to scare myself, so I slowly walk upstairs calmly, (laughs) and behind my ear, I can hear the sound of someone following me up the stairs. Oh, (gasps) chills. 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 Our whole body. We both. I can (laughs) Full chills. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yikes. And the sound of rustling of newspaper. I am fighting the urge to run. I do not want to let the demons know that I am scared in fear that they might do something else. So I get upstairs and I go to the bathroom in the hallway to take off my contacts. (laughs) I love it. If you're blind, you can't get scared. Yeah, you can. I keep the door open because I'm deathly scared of opening the door and finding a figure there. Yep. So as I'm taking my contacts off, I'm so blind that I cannot see anything anymore. In the corner of my eye, I see a figure of a little girl in the hallway. (gasps) Why a little girl? Why are there little ghost kids? No. Why are they the most scary? (laughs) I rush to my room, close the door, and lock it. I run into my bed and I hide under the covers and try to fall asleep. I am not trying to stay awake in this. (laughs) Nothing happened after that for years. Well, at least until now. So I've mentioned that I am banned from listening to your podcast. (laughs) I don't care, though. I sneak it on my drive to school and work and home. Amazing. Even if it's at night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when I found you guys, I would listen day and night, but never in the house. This night, I had you guys playing on my phone in my house while I was doing homework. I went to bed shortly after, and I was awoken in the middle of the night. I could not move. I felt (gasps) paralyzed. Oh, my God. Sleep paralysis? I've never had this before. The only thing that could move were my eyes, and I felt cold. The door to my room creaked open. Oh my god, no. I have perfect visuals of my stairs, and I see a dark shadow creep (gasps) up the stairs directly Mm. to me. He comes into my room in the shadow of a lengthy man with a hat. Oh shit, it's that man. He was a man, but not a man at the same time. It was so dark, and I could not see any details. He stands next to the stairs, and he leans over me. As if he oh were going God. to take me. And I am screaming and oh crying God. for my husband to wake up and save me. But nothing comes out of my mouth. I can feel the tears drip down my face. I can't breathe. I'm blinking uncontrollably because that's all I can do. And I'm hoping I can blink it away. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. I oh. can move. I turn on the light and I check the time. It's 3.10 a.m. Nope. So I just scoot to my husband, cry in his arms, and I fall back asleep. I've told these stories to other people with heightened abilities, and they can confirm that I do not have anything attached to me, so I think I'm safe. Anyways, thanks for your podcast. I'll write another day with other stories of my past. Love, Julie. 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 Florida. Oh my god, Florida. Florida has so much going on. So much. You've got true crime. You've got great vacation spots. You've got the best uh, cruises. 
cruises you, you cruises leave from here cuban food halloween horror nights yeah theme parks hauntings real ghosts i'm so curious though if the ghosts that julie experienced are the same as the ones in her first childhood home because right from california to Florida. yeah and like what if it's a familial i mean obviously the hat man is not <laughs> someone who followed that just sorry that's our fault maybe oops oops but yeah like i feel like they're a guardian or like a related relative to be that attached to her family mm-hmm. or it's just a brand new spirit i don't know i know do you she, move to the everglades it's like you know when you're dating or like no. some people just <laughs> says the person who has had a boyfriend for like 17 years right so i don't date anymore <laughs> but you know you just attract even in friendship you just attract a certain type of person to mm-hmm. you so i wonder if that same thing can be applied to paranormal activity where maybe you attract a certain people tend to attract certain types of spirits more so maybe Interesting. julie's just putting off the vibes for some intellectuals to come in some and funny spirits, ghosts some pranksters well maybe the sleep paralysis it's a cool way to think about it. yeah i'm so sorry julie uh, i get why your husband says uh not to listen to the podcast but i'm glad you do rebel do it <laughs> We'll tell the hat man to stop. Mm. You know, I have a month speed dial. I don't. I don't ever want to. No. No. All right, guys. It's time for the interview. 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 With our friend Charles. Yeah, Charles is great. Um, we hope you enjoy it. He had, he, it's just amazing talking to him because he had so much enthusiasm and it's clear that he had right. the best time creating this year's Horror Nights. And I wish we didn't click stop when we clicked stop because we hung out with him for a while longer yeah, after, after that, talking about everything and, and like he told outside us, the studio with him. Oh my gosh, he was I such know. a cool guy. And he told us he has his own personal ghost story that we're going to make him email us. So <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you guys later. Um, but enjoy and then check out Universal's Halloween Horror Nights this year. From yep. September 6th to November 2nd. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, Two Girls, One Ghost. Yes, we are Corinne and Sabrina, and we are also super special extra guest with us right now. We have Charles Gray, who's the entertainment show director for Universal Orlando's Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. Woo-hoo! We're so excited to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me here. And I'm thanks excited. for having us at Horror Nights. It's been so much fun. Our hearts are still racing from last night. We were on such a high. It's insane. Yeah. I like couldn't sleep. I was so excited. <laughs> 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 we're going again tonight because we were like, that oh was gosh. so much fun. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Love of it. We had like a bunch of questions for you. We want to so know many. so much of the inspiration. Like, what's your favorite house that you have this year? Well, um, I have favorite moments and favorite things okay. about each house, mm-hmm. um, but I usually reserve my favorite till the end because right. it's always constantly changing. We are tweaking. We are making it better every single night. So as a show director, we may go through the house and we have intentions for this character to attack this way. Mm-hmm. And then we go, oh, you know, it'd be better if he came around the corner or let's move him over here. Or right. So it really morphs and changes. It's like this living being, each one mm-hmm. of these. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. 
Oh, man, I was in love with in the Yeti house with the Yeti arm that came down from the ceiling. Yep. I was not expecting that. It's so cool. <laughs> also, you and I have something in common, which oh. is our love for Bigfoot <laughs> and Yeti. Yes. Well, I make inappropriate comments about Bigfoot all the time on our podcast. We joke that it's her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also kind of serious. I just serious. can't find one. Doesn't exist, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I want to hear a little bit more about how you got the Yeti house to be this year, because I know you had previously previously said that you had worked towards getting just a, a scene in one of the houses previously, but that went so well that you built up to the Yeti house. So can you just tell us a little bit about the process of Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Sorry. Uh, when we're creating, it starts with um, about from three or sometimes even two to five of us in a room. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of throwing tons of ideas at the wall. And from this group, there's there's a few scenic designers along with the show directors, and together, and it's great to have the scenic designers there because we're like, mm -hmm. oh, what if this alien aircraft came out of the sky, swooped into, <laughs> and like, whoa, 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 slow down, that's not possible. <laughs> so they they're they're very important to the the process, but. <clears throat> the few of us get together and we have like eighty ideas, and then we whittle them down, whittle them down, whittle them down. And we take these original ideas and kind of put it up against what uh, intellectual properties we'll be using those right. that year to make sure mm -hmm. we're not duplicating anything or themes. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm saying all that in that each person who comes into the room has this little like this this idea bag that they have of things they've always wanted to do. Right. And we just can't do them every year. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have to battle for our thoughts. And, and, and Yeti was, or Bigfoot was one of those that I've always had in the back of my head, but it never quite fit. Mm -hmm. And also, maybe I wasn't defending it as well as I could have. <laughs> so... Well, Last if you ever year, need extra help defending Yeti and Bigfoot, <laughs> you can call us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last year we had an opportunity. We had the, the uh, Slaughter Cinema House, and each room was a different B movie. And mm -hmm. so the final one, we are like, oh, now's our chance to put Bigfoot in there. And it was actually the Swamp Yeti. Mm -hmm. And then it was so popular that we like, oh, now's the opportunity to bring back and have a whole house. You did it. Yes. <laughs> so in the so Yukon, awesome. there's snow everywhere. It's ice. Yes, it was awesome. It's, it's very I was intense. putting my hands up to the snow and I was like, oh my God, it's snowing. And it <laughs> confused me so much when I couldn't feel anything on my hand. <laughs> and then we went outside back into the oh my God. 89 degree weather. Yeah, it's so real. Yeah. One uh, of our favorite houses last night was us because we are both huge Jordan Peele fans. Mm -hmm. And that house was unbelievable because it was just so true to the movie scene by scene. We were just like it was on amazing. such a high. So can you tell us a little bit about, I, I believe Jordan Peele had some involvement in the development of that house, correct? Yes. What yes, was it like absolutely. working so, with him? Well, I think with um, Hollywood and Orlando um, together in communication with not only him, but his you know, his group um, from the look of every scene, we get approval from the uh, performance to mm -hmm. even maybe they we try to copy the scenes from the film, the way they move, you know. So. You did a, an amazing <laughs> job with that. I really felt like I was in the movie. It was oh awesome. awesome. That's yeah. great. Mission yeah. accomplished. And the music was great. Everything was so cool. Right. Awesome. How do you choose the music for all of the different houses and scare zones? Um, again, if it's if it's from film, TV, intellectual property, we try to take from those films. But when it comes to originals, too, we just that's one of my favorite things <laughs> to do. I'm totally about the music. I think it takes you there. I also think that if 
there's a balance because if you love the music too much, it's too recognizable. It takes right. you out of the scene. Mm-hmm. So it's important to get something that gives you the emotion, but at the same time, it's very subliminal. And you sometimes want to build to a moment. Sometimes you want to dig crescendo into something mm-hmm. quieter so it's more eerie. So right. I, I just that's one of my favorite fascinations is audio design. That's so cool. So is there any horror house that you would want to do next year? Like something you've been fighting for for a long time that you weren't able to do? Oh, see, say if I say something. Oh, you can't give it away. <laughs> we actually, we are next week beginning our trek into next year oh in the design gosh. phase we've uh it takes 14 months to oh create goodness. this so we already kind that of talk so about insane yeah we, <laughs> yeah exactly but so once you walk through it you understand why it takes so long because it's just incredible yeah do you take them down between seasons is mm-hmm. that heartbreaking we to know. be like <laughs> yes all this amazing work and then uh, don't tell my friends but i may cry just a little <laughs> bit just a little bit little little tears totally fair <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because you put so much your you know right yeah love into it and then it's gone yeah. have you ever played any of the characters yourself or dressed up as one of your favorite characters <laughs> do i have a cosplay <laughs> do you <laughs> um, actually i i was a character way back when oh cool and uh i did that for a year and that that was fun but it also makes me appreciate the hard work that all the characters right. put out there oh they my are gosh, yeah if it wasn't for them Okay, we just have this Ferrari sitting in a parking lot. But if because we have them, they're the drivers, they just go to the races with it. Yeah. So it's awesome. That's so do you true. feel like because they, um, presumably they know who you are, do you feel like when you go through, they try extra hard to scare you? And have you been terrified? <laughs> I have been terrified. It's rare. Uh-huh. It's rare. But when I do, I'm just like, I just start screaming and clapping and going, yay. <laughs> um, but uh, there is a joke that myself... The other show director, Patrick, and our assistant show director, Nate, they always think we're mad, but we're not. It's just like we're so squinty eye, <laughs> kind of like staring at things, looking around. You know, we're like very serious, but it's just because we're trying to look for every little detail. In right, every, yeah. And then we get out and we're like, we're so happy. And they're like, oh, we thought you were mad. We're like, no, we love you guys. It's great. Uh, I walk around with the biggest smile on my face and I always go first because I'm too excited. We were cutting everyone last night, which we shouldn't have done, but we were cutting, we were cutting people. No one wanted to go first. And everyone group, was like, we'll happy do it. to have us in the yeah. front. You're right. But we walk around with such huge smiles and <laughs> characters pop out and then you can see in their eyes sometimes that they're like oh these girls are a little creepy you specifically <laughs> Corinne. too much Corinne does not jump and i like the whole night i was following her and something would jump out at her and i would like jump on top of corinne and she would just like mosey on keep smiling no, oh my gosh no i like how you threw hunter to, under the bus very nice <laughs> but my heart is just so beaming with joy in this moment yeah it's, it's so, so much fun, fun. that's so awesome fun. you know what that's what i think this event's all about it's yeah. about the joy of it because even when we're trying to terrify people or make them scream what happens eventually right after that is they laugh true and so yeah. it's i feel it's bringing people together you're as a group you experience joy through the night is the main you know you're not going to promote like oh it's a feelings of joy you know? <laughs> but, it, but it truly is it's terrifying and then you laugh and then right. you laugh and yeah. that's speaking, very therapeutic and wonderful yeah <laughs> right speaking of joy mm-hmm. uh ghostbusters is yes. one of the houses it's which so fun oh my gosh you guys did such a good job of contrasting the funny, hilarious, like lovable moments from Ghostbusters with also just the thrills and the scares. What was it? How did you guys decide exactly where things were going to go and what was the right amount of each? 
And how many times did you watch the movie to prepare for that? <laughs> um, I almost didn't have to watch the movie because I've seen it so many times. I'm such a huge fan of it. Um, and that was probably the most difficult part. Right. You have to, as as one of the creators, you have to take off your fan hat mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have to come at it as a fan, like what do fans want to see? Right. But at some point, you have to take it off and really think about the science and the logistics and what's possible, what's impossible. How much can we cram into one scene? How much resources do we have? How do we allocate them to these, you know, yeah, all right. these different like, quote unquote, serious thoughts into this. <laughs> and it, it can be hard, right? So for this house in particular, if if I had, I had actually had like a notebook and I wrote down like, and I just turned the film on and I would write down every single thing that I wanted to see in that moment. And that I looked at the notebook when I was done. And I'm like, this is impossible because this is like a two hour experience. You're basically just watching just, the film. Yeah, right? I was going right. through the movie. So then from there, trying to narrow it down. And one trick, and I mentioned it last night, um, one trick we did was because there's so many iconic lines, but those lines wouldn't necessarily make sense just as a whole scene. Like you walk up and Fankman's like, he's slimy, you know, yeah. yet that wouldn't right. be enjoyable. Right. So we try to attach a lot of those lines you want to hear at the end of one of those horrific triggers. So right. after you get scared by a terror dog, you're like, ah, <laughs> then you have here Ray say, aim for the flat top. So right. <laughs> it's it's part of that scene, but you mm-hmm. don't have to necessarily see that character. It's more about the scare in that moment and then hearing what you want to hear. Right. And, of course, the sets are massive spot on. and amazing. <laughs> Tons yeah, of detail. Gosh. Our decor team is amazing. Our scenic designers are amazing. They did such a great job with that house. And, again, when I walk through, I'm probably talking too much. I apologize. No, but I just gosh, get no, very excited like, we're about mesmerized. it. We're mesmerized. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, man, this is – it was just joy. Joy, I'm saying joy again. Um, oh man, it's just so awesome walking through there as a fan too. Yeah. And little known secret, actually, we had a Ghostbuster show here years and years ago, and I was Lewis Tully um, when I was what? much younger. Um, I, I played Lewis Tully in, in the house uh, or oh, in that's the show. Awesome. Yeah. So it was, that is so. So when cool. I walked through to the new Tully actors, I was like, okay, this is how you do it. Oh, and I was like, it all right. comes full circle. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so we we left the Stranger Things house for last for the two of us last yeah. night. That house was unbelievable, and it was it was pretty long. Yeah, it was our it's our longest house this year. It's, yeah, it's, it's massive. It was yeah. so cool because. Okay, well, actually, I shouldn't say it. You, why don't you tell us about how you guys decided to blend season two and season three together? No, you tell us. No, <laughs> yes. no actually, uh, yeah, uh, previously last year we uh, did season one, um, and we wanted to expand the, the journey. So mm-hmm. having two and three, I think you we could have maybe just done two which would have been a fine choice also but we wanted to have a variety of characters too yeah and so we wanted to have the demodogs and the demogorgons right, and right. the flay you know all these different characters and i think that's what kind of made our maze very exciting to see all the different things that we call it the tom bruce you know what i'm talking about the melding of in the hospital scene right the melding right. Of the, so that's a massive puppet and then also seeing yeah uh, the giant one the, that one was scary yes because you kind of pu- approach it in darkness a little bit and yes. then it's like right there whoa and then also whoa. the huge head above you it it's yeah. it's really neat our our um makeup department did an amazing job with that wow. puppet it's huge that's so cool. oh my gosh i think that was the house that triggered the most emotions out of me <laughs> because i was both like 
I was feeling a little bit of nostalgia at the same time as excitement, at the same time as being totally freaked out and scared. Uh-huh. And then so proud at the end that I was like, oh, I should cry because this was so cool. We just broke out in song. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Why can't we remember it? The Never song that Justin. Song. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We were oh, just singing that all night. Everyone afterwards. in our group, we we thought might have been a little bit annoyed with us because we sang it on loop for like five minutes. We were having fun. Oh, Who we were having a blast. Think? It was so much fun. Oh, uh, something else that scared us, not one of the houses, but the Academy of Villains. Mm-hmm. The talent in that is incredible. Yes. And the double-jointed man... Do you guys, do you know if it, like, when you're looking for talent for that, was that a predetermined thing or was it like, hey, come in, audition and show us what you can do? Actually, Academy of Villains is, uh, we've partnered with them. They're an amazing group that tours around. They do tons of different shows and they created this show specifically for us. And they will take a theme, um, they'll choreograph to it, but also they they grab other talent out there too and specifically for each show. So they've crafted this show. It's a one-at-a-time offering because they won't oh do gosh. this show ever again. It's it really amazing. our par- amazing partnership. They're all really great. Um, and then I have to give a shout-out to uh, to our, our scenic team again because that set is really neat. Like, it I kind of want to go so up there and cool. play, you know, or do, like, Oliver Twist or some play oh up there. The, it looks really right. good. And the whole sequence with the the screens and then the flashlights was really cool, too. So cool. So well we That's probably we like, my favorite part. Yeah. I love yeah. that shadow play. We yeah. were like, if this were ever on America's Got Talent, it would win. <laughs> <laughs> so we already saw the winner. It's it right wins. here. Yeah. 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 Um, one thing I noticed last night, I'm very scent-oriented. And a lot of the houses have completely different smells or you'll walk into a different section and you'll just be like overwhelmed with the smell of like popcorn or, or the nightingale's blood pit or the blood pit. Yeah. Which <laughs> we're like, is this smell like blood? Smell like? <laughs> yeah. Patrick, our other show director of, of houses, he's very, very proud of the smell in blood pit. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, wait till the end of the house. You're going to smell this nastiness. <laughs> we smelled it. Uh, we did. Killer. That one was also the scariest house, in our opinion, I yeah. think, because at the end, you're in, you as you're like heading out, you are in total pitch blackness for mm-hmm. like a good 30 seconds. And we're like, ah, what's going to pop out and grab us? Yeah, that one's very intense. And it was it's very tight. On yes. purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. they're just all over the place. And a lot of those characters have multiple what we call boo holes or places to attack from. So they, I love you that can, they're called boo holes. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> you can get hit from multiple directions. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, so Killer great. Clowns has tons of different smells. Yes. So we have we the smell of... Well, Ghostbusters had marshmallow smell at the end, uh-huh. which is fun to yes. burn an apartment. But in Killer Clowns, we have the smell of popcorn. We have the smell of uh, like vanilla cream pie. We have the smell of cotton candy. Oh so all through there. So, so you should cool. be starving by the time. Yeah. You <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh gosh! I need to just cool. go through all of them again tonight. We were going through all of them, so we experienced everything, and we didn't have enough time to maybe pinpoint all of those. Like, oh, this was. What happened at this corner? This smell. So now right. I just need to experience it again, which is also really cool because you can go through the same maze or same house, I feel like five times in a row, and still get a completely different experience. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And the, and you'll miss so many details each time. So like going through and looking around again, it would be really cool. We'll do it yeah. tonight. We also yeah, offer yeah. Um, daytime tours that oh, people really? can take, 
yeah, that you'll get your own tour guide. They take you through and they kind of show you a lot of the stuff with the lights on, oh, which is always so cool. some people really like that. It's yeah, a great, that's awesome. it's a great package for people to get, and they can see all the decor that sometimes that's they'll really miss cool. when their faces are buried in the back of the person in front of them. Right? So. Yeah, <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah, we noticed a lot of cages that were outside of the different sets. Is that for anything in particular? There were like two or three that we spotted, and we yeah. were like, what are these for? Those are probably for uh, the show direction team when we misbehave. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're they did. About. They were a little ominous and shoved to the side, but we yeah, still noticed like, hmm, them. We're like, okay. Who's staying there tonight? <laughs> Release the hounds. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, we are a ghost podcast. We talk all about ghosts. And so, one of our other questions for you is Is Universal Orlando haunted? Um, I do not know. Okay. But luckily we have the Ghostbusters here. So if it is, <laughs> we'll we are safe. Them. We've created our own ghost stories too, like Graveyard Games. Yes. Right. Is, I mean, I brought like today I have all this like backstory to oh Graveyard Games. It's like a huge story that I wrote. And uh, we don't necessarily do that all the time. But with some of the originals, the show directors, directors will just like write short stories That's about them awesome. you know and stuff so, yeah. yeah it's cool that you guys created the whole facebook feed for it mm-hmm. and that was fun to to see while we were waiting in line to go in you could follow along with that story yeah it, it, that, that's something very different um kudos to our video team because we were like wait how do we create a faux <laughs> a scrolling <laughs> right kind of twitter yeah. slash uh, oh social gosh. feed or whatever yeah. and uh so it was a lot of fun to create that and and then you know, you have the certain bits of the feed that we stop on. You can read right. about the backstory and history, but then also just as fun for repeat fans. If you can read the in-between filler in the feed, yeah, um, there's like little references to past houses we've done or past oh, places we've cool. been. Oh or, my gosh, we have yeah. to do that like five times tonight. Yeah, then. we'll just stand outside <laughs> there, read it, let people cut us as we just watch the whole feed the whole night. And then you see the backstory of the punk and the goth girl who like break in and start causing all the problems and yeah. awakening the glowing mother. So, right. Yeah. So you created the whole backstory. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Gosh. You want to tell us a little bit more about it? Sure. Yeah. Where's the inspiration? How, like- how much time do we have? No. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't open this Pandora's box because I'll go forever. <laughs> but basically, it takes place in Ascension Parish, Louisiana, and there is this woman way back and i have the dates here like i think she was born in 1750 her name was evangeline albright and she uh, married she was in a wealthy family and as the centuries or as the story goes she uh her husband passes away she remarries and there's a lot of history tied to it but this town this parish slowly starts to grow and she's very benevolent. She never has any children of her own, so a lot of her resources she would like donate to like orphanages and things like that. And in mm-hmm. in the true history of America, there's been like uh, like scarlet fever mm-hmm. at one point hits, and it actually like, killed a lot of people. Right. The same with the yellow fever. So uh, she would uh, donate money to these places, and she found a place for on her property where she was just like, well, for those who we care for in our community, we'll just bury them here. Wow. And so she started this cemetery, and it's not in a creepy way. She did it right. for the lovely love. Lovely intentions. Yes, right. lovely intentions. So as it grew, and then her resting place is there too, and it's at the center of this cemetery. And so it has generational rings to it. So her big plot is in the middle, her mausoleum, and then it grows from there. And so the final plot is uh, 
1960, the final person was buried there. His name was Harrison Post, and he was a teacher. And the reason why he was the last plot was because he cared for the cemetery also. So it's been abandoned since 1960, and there's all these hauntings and all these little stories I've written in here about, you know, at one point some convicts broke out. There was a a groundskeeper there um, named Nathaniel Stevenson who they murdered and they hung out in that cemetery and to hide away from the police. Mm -hmm. And then they found their bodies all tied up in vines. And so anytime you go through, if you see vines in the figure of a seven, it means that there's ghosts nearby who are going to take revenge on anybody (sighs) who's there. Oh, wow. That's so cool. There's another family who perished in a fire. Um, There's, again, a huge backstory on that. I won't go through the whole thing. But anytime you see burning embers appear next to their, if a couple's arguing, because it started because this couple was arguing, um, if embers will begin to appear, if the couple's arguing nearby, because it angers the two lovers. And so you'll see the embers begin to glow. And you may see that, all these things in the house as you go through. That's cool. There's a lot of different stories. I love knowing again. that. We have to go again yeah. now that we know Romance, all tragedy, all the good ghost stuff yeah, is in there. Amazing. We're going to be holding up the line because we're going to be walking like so <laughs> slow. Like, wait, we have to look at everything. We have to see every detail. <laughs> so that chat box is actually on, or the information is on a Facebook Messenger app. So you can right. get through. I think our social team oh, has that. Oh, we can find it. Oh, yeah, gosh. you can find it. And so when you're waiting in That's line, great. you can go through. And it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure messaging. You can talk actually to oh no way yeah you can talk to the different oh that's really really cool it's a great so idea. cool that's do you awesome. have a favorite scary movie yeah my favorite scary movie is the thing by john carpenter i just think it holds up today i've watched it millions of times it's just so good practical <laughs> makeup is good it's creepy score great acting awesome story it always makes me feel creeped out when i watch it after that people some people would say it's not necessarily a scary movie like horror movie but right. i love aliens aliens it's oh, just so yeah. good <laughs> yeah. but the thing's the right number people. one yeah, yeah that's awesome well probably 50 times in the past 24 hours we have looked at each other and said i can't believe we get to be here i can't believe we're here and this is happening yeah. so thank you for helping to create something like yeah. this it's like this is so an much unreal fun. experience. We're having so much fun. But every time we go to a house, we're like, I could live here. Yeah, we could. Let, let's just yeah. move here and let's live here in. year round. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. We we really had a blast and we hope. Yeah. Our, and we are sure our listeners will as well. So, yeah, I hope they all you. come out and join us and, yeah. and have a lot 100%. of fun. 100%. I would love for them to experience all of this. Ten haunted houses, five scare zones. Oh, my gosh. Two amazing shows. And I always add every year. Roaming chainsaw hordes. So there's no place to hide. <laughs> no place to no hide. No place to hide. That's how we like it. Love it. Love Us it. too. Thank you so much, Charles. Yes, thank this you. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Very spooky.